Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Amory Score, the world's leading Coheed and Cambria podcast. I have not looked that up because I don't know how many Coheed and Cambria podcasts there are. There can't be any more. There, there cannot be there more. Can't possibly be multiple Coheed and Cambria podcasts on this earth. So there we ha- started one. We have to be the first one. There's no way we aren't the first Coheed and Cambria podcast. Claudio actually runs his own Coheed and Cambria. <laughs> podcast probably uh if you don't know what coheed and cambria are then welcome my few friends who check out the podcast i do we're here to explain it to you we're here to explain the mysteries of the uh most ridiculous band from the last 20 years uh that's not true but it also is true it's also i i am jackson tyler uh you may know from other podcasts like i'm mapping i have with me who do i have with me uh it's me molly uh you probably know me from Twitter or uh, my other podcast, Totally Reprise, or let me tell you about Homestuck. My other podcast is a Twitter account. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me and Molly, this podcast started out of a dumb tweet with us joking about this ridiculous band. And what we're going to do is going to go through song by song, so like 15 minute episodes, not too, not too big, not too much of a deal, as we go track by track through the Coheed and Cambria discography, explaining uh, what is going on in the story, because there's a story and it's stupid. Oh boy, uh, there is. Uh, and also giving, a, giving you our takes on whether the song is good and... And then giving each one a rating. It's you see, we tell you what the score is with the Amory Wars, and then we, it's it's a name. You see, it goes. There's it's a double. It's, there's thought put it. Yeah, we we thought <sighs> about this one. It's a good goof. Here we are. We did it. <laughs> We've done it. <laughs> we started recording, so now we have to we do this. We started recording, so now we have to do this. I guess uh, the first thing to do is to introduce. What is going on right now, which is a little bit of background to the band and to what this is. So Cohen and Cambria are a band from the, I think they started in the late 90s, early 2000s, around then. Um, That sounds right. uh, I don't know exactly the year, but they have a multi-part sci-fi epic told through their lyrics, mostly through the tie-in comics um, they are a prog metal band, but also just an emo band, also just a rock band. It's not too much of a thing. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Um, and their first album was released in 2001 called Second Stage Turbine Blade. And that's that's where we begin today. Um, we'll have a quick little talk about the first track, which is called Second Stage Turbine Blade, which now makes two times I've said the phrase Second Stage Turbine Blade. Oh, it's very good. It's a good. Uh, yeah, I know. Uh, which is just an opening little little fifty second piano track, which is why it's not getting its full a full playthrough. Uh, all of these yeah, things we, have an intro. We've talked about it before. It's not very exciting. There's not a lot going on. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, we there was an episode we tried to do. It's not. It was a test episode where we talked about that. Turns out it's really hard to get fifteen minutes of content out of a song that goes do 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 do, and that's it. It'll be it'll be a recurring uh, theme. In a lot of songs in the future, but it genuinely does not matter. Yep. Uh, but I will now hang over to Molly before we get into the song to set up the plot of <laughs> the second stage Turbine Blade, as Molly has done the fantastic task of ordering the comic books. So where <laughs> where do we enter this universe? What is 
Tell me about the Amory Wars, which is the other name for Coheed and Cambria, because of course there's two names. Yes, Tell of me course. now. So, uh, the Amory Wars consists of a place called Heaven's Fence. Uh, Question. Which is, okay. Yes, what the fuck is that? Now, I'm just going is... to interrupt you every time. <laughs> Carry on. Heaven's Fence is a, um, what do you even call this? It's a, it's a pool. <laughs> it's a, it's a rack setup of 70 planets. Uh, yep. Which are aligned in triangle form, uh, that are all uh, kept together through the power of the keywork. They, they're kept in place by the power of the keywork. Um, man, should I spoil what the keywork is? No, no, we'll just. No, there's that's, an that's invisible very, force. Very later. Yeah, there's an invisible force, just mystical sci-fi nonsense. The keywork. You'll um, don't worry about it. If there's yeah. anything you don't understand, just let it wash over you. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, the yeah. keywork, I guess we could say, because this comes up very early, the keywork is protected by uh, a group of blue alien girls called the Prize. Yes. Uh, and they make sure nobody gets up in the keywork and ruins that stuff. Um, however, uh, Supreme Trimage, uh, God, is it Wilhelm Ryan is the Supreme yes, Trimage? Yes, it is. Yes. Uh, he has staged a coup, killed every other Supreme Mage. Uh, and now he's the boss man, and he really wants to get up in the keywork and get all that power. Uh, he has a right-hand man named Defton... Oh, is it Defton, May- Defton Wolf Mayo? Is I that think his- so. I know, it's, I know it's Mayo. I know it's Mayo. I think it's Defton Wolf. Mayo Defton Wolf. It might be the other way around. God, who knows? It's crazy. Um, he is going to go meet Coheed and Cambria. Uh, who are the characters the band is named after. Yes. Uh, who are seemingly two ordinary parents uh, living on one of the planets in Heaven's Fence. And all of that stuff, by the way, is before before we begin, before is, we enter into our that story. That is previous knowledge. You have to know that before you can understand what's happening here. This was a story first created by a 19-year-old at school, like as an allegory for his an allegory for his relationship or something. Uh, you can tell. It's oh, and a and a trip to Paris bullshit. he took one year. Yes, yes. Okay, we will get into that. Like the way the planets are named Paris later. God. Uh, but no, the planet is named Paris Earth. Excuse you. <laughs> I forgot the planet is named Paris, comma Earth. Or is it Paris colon Earth? Uh, Paris colon Earth. Uh, And this is where we begin our first track, Time Consumer. So Time Consumer uh, is the story of how Defton Mayo, Defton Wolf Mayo, Mayo Wolf Defton, he goes in uh, and he goes uh, to see Coheed as he's leaving uh, his construction. I imagine it's a construction job. It seems like a construction job. Um, But the night before, Coheed had had some nightmares about like blades coming out of his arm or something. Uh, And Cambria, his wife, soothes him, but she's a psychic, so she kind of senses his dream as well, and is a bit disturbed at the whole situation. Uh, Coheed is approached by Mayo, 
who gets him in a limo with him and explains to him that he is infected with a virus called the Monstar. Now, if the Monstar is not treated and is activated, it will cause Heaven's Fence to effectively explode. The keyword will become... Yeah. Just want to quickly point out that it's spelled Monstar. Yes. As in M-O-N-S-T-A-R. Okay, carry on. <laughs> okay. So, Mayo explains that unless he does something about this... Now, Coheed uh, and Cambria both have the Monstar. Uh... The, the issue here is it has evolved in their bodies when they had kids and he's passed it on to his kids and it is called the Sinistar, which is spelled exactly how you think it's spelled. S-Y-N. Uh, no, 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 no. No, it is, it is the actual sin is star. It's worse. Yep. Somehow so this- they managed to find a way to make spelling the thing more correctly worse. <laughs> So he explains that uh, if he does not kill his children, uh, the Sinistar virus will, in fact, become active no matter what and destroy Heaven's Fence. Uh, Mayo then hands him a briefcase full of poison and says, get to it. And Coheed's like, yeah, I guess I gotta. Yep. He just accepts it and he goes home to meet his wife, who was listening to the conversation telepathically. Uh, and Cambria says, you know what, I think he's right. I think we gotta kill our kids, actually. Uh, and then they do that. And yep, that's, that's the right, story everyone. of Time Consumer. Song, the first intro to this epic uh, saga is dude being like, maybe you should kill your kids. That sounds fine. Come on, <laughs> come fine. on, honey. Let's go home and murder our children in their sleep. Uh, and and you know they do it. It's really gross. Uh, in the comic, they did like enormous. Uh, I don't even know. Like it just looks like enormous tumors on their skin. It's really disgusting. These continue to be our protagonists for the remainder of the story, by the way. Uh, no. Coheed and Cambria... Well, for the rest of the album, at the very least. That's what I meant. No, I meant the story of oh, second this stage story. Turbo yes. and Blade. Okay, okay. Uh, you gotta eventually, be very, There's a lot of stories going on here. There's a lot of stories going on. But for now, we, we stay with uh, Coheed and Cambria. Yeah, he just comes in in the middle of the night and just murders his two kids. Because there's only two at home right now and the rest are out. He has... Yeah, so they have four kids. They have... Yes. Um, hang on. Hang on. Yeah, I've got this. So, okay. uh, Coheed and Cambria, born of a son, name him Matthew. Then there is um, Maria. Yep. Those are the two that die because they're in the chorus of this song. Yep, they're in the chorus of this song. Then there is, of course, (laughs) uh, our future secret protagonist of everything, but right now just a kid, called, of course, Claudio. Those who don't know, Claudia was also the name of the writer and uh, lead singer of the band Coheed and Cambria. Yes. Uh, <laughs> he, he named his band after his characters, but then named his true lead character after himself. You gotta bury that lead. You, you gots to bury that lead. Uh, and then the final oldest of um, 
the oh of the Klingannons. Sorry, oh, we didn't mention their last. Kill Gannons. Oh, the kill. I thought it was Klingannon. Klingannon. No, I will look right now. I believe it is Kill Gannon. I've been saying Kling Cordio Klingannon for my whole life. Uh, well, the 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 old eldest of the children is called Josephine, um, and we'll get to Josephine in the next track. But in this one, uh, it is just Maria and Matthew that bite it in their sleep, and I think that's all story-wise this track has going on. That is all of this track, yeah. Uh, and I just, can confirm it is Kill Ganon. I hate everything. I love <laughs> that in Zelda. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, Claudio, obviously a big Zelda fan here. Yep. Oh, God. And and so, like, the song itself owns? The song is so oh, good. Oh, it's really fucking good. Time Consumer is a fantastic song. Yeah, it, like after the kind of light intro to the album, it kicks off in this just real propulsive, like there's a little drum intro and then just bam into the verse and it's amazing. Yeah, the the grab onto my sleeve. It's a, like, it's even like, the way I think about it too is it's an amazing live moment because you just start. Like there's, the album, it's, it's a little slow. You got like two minutes, you have the first, you know, second stage turbine blade track. And it's like, okay, okay. Uh, and then you have, like, the first minute of Time Consumer, which is really good. I love that instrumental part. Yeah. Uh, but then you just go straight into this song, and it's fantastic. Yeah, and, like, the song, <laughs> even though it's about him, like, murdering his children. <laughs> it's... How <laughs> you say that so nonchalantly? He's literally killing his kids in this song. It has, like, such a cool chorus that doesn't feel like that at all. No. It's more like... I, you never would have guessed through these songs that such disgusting acts were happening behind them. Yeah, and, like, there's a lot of, especially in the next album, some real intentional, contrasting, awful shit with uh, really happy tunes. Oh, but sure. this is less that. It, like, it, it's playing, like, he's singing, like, Maria, my star, Matthew, goodnight. And it just plays, like, a hell yeah... Uh, rock band first song on an album like chorus and it's really good at that like it's this sing-along bit about murdering your children in their sleep yeah no <laughs> the funniest thing is that like they open the song um with that uh librarian find me the poem and it's just what it, where does that come from what it, is that just good lyrics is that just what that is because it doesn't mean anything in the context of like the story I'm doing the thing that I've just invented, which is a recurring segment on this podcast, where I will dramatically read out lyrics Excellent. from every song. Um, I'm just going to choose the second verse here. I think yeah. I think that's going to get get what we need. Um, because the lyrical flow of every Coheed and Cambria song does not conform to like the flow of the English language as spoken by humans. Uh, so here we go. So they pulled your confidence down with those verbal discrepancies. Now and then, you'll gain what they've lost through a challenge of unpronounced. Pain is only a pulse. If you just stop feeling it, you might be able to use the very thing that makes us up. The fuck does that mean? Yeah, what? <laughs> it sounds super cool, though. It's, yeah, like, especially these first albums, there's just loads of strange phrases bouncing off each other that sound ridiculous. 
And yeah. I don't have, I don't have like more um, hashtag takes about the song because it's kind of simple. It's just it's got the first verse, it's got the chorus, it's got the second verse, it's got the chorus, and it goes down for this really uh, cool guitar solo over the intro again. Um, it's real catchy. It's real catchy. It's just a good pop song. Yeah. Uh, which is where I think the band shines the most uh, when they let themselves write good pop songs. Um, yeah, this like a good song like the suffering is really the suffering like, top blood tier. red summer, right? Uh, which we'll we'll get to, but yeah. So I guess it's time to give this song a rating. Uh, our first rating on on the the Amory score. What mm-hmm. would you, what do we? I guess we're going out of ten. So yeah, I, and I don't want to do any fucking halvesies. Let's just let's just solid yeah. numbers here. Solid uh, numbers. Let's go. I would throw down an eight for time consumer. I'm going nine. Yeah, it's it's real good. Uh, I was like going between nine and ten because it's one of my favorite songs in the entire their entire uh, like discography. Uh, the ratings will not stay this high for the whole discography. Oh no, <laughs> mine is gonna drop next song. Sorry. There is a there's a if you think it's just us like praising our favorite band, it kind of is. But no, this is like a very just good start. I'll play the song in its entirety at the end of this episode. Yeah. Uh, but that is that's time consumer. Yeah, time consumer is a fantastic song. You'll hear it in a minute. It's just it's just real good stuff. Yeah. So I, and I am <laughs> worried about consuming <laughs> too much time here. I oh, think we should boy. should, ra- <laughs> should oh, wrap Jackson. up this episode. Hey, buddy. Yes. Hey. Hey, Molly. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Whew. Oh, the best part is I'm looking at Audacity now, and all of that was peaking. So just double, <laughs> just double the effect of how good that was. <laughs> it's gonna be fantastic. Where can we find you on Twitter? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at your friend Molly with a Y E R. You can find me on Twitter at Headfalls Off. You can find this podcast at somewhere on the internet, which I'm gonna assume is abnormalmapping.com slash the Amory score. But don't don't quote me on that. I haven't finished I building the website. Yeah. It's got to go live before this airs, but... (laughs) You know. (laughs) Ah, yes. Podcasts. Till next time. (laughs) 